Hi, everybody. Before we get into this episode, I had to let you know, like I'm literally bursting at the seams, that on March 13th, Scouts Agency is launching something major. We have been working on this for months, all with the intention to serve your business expansion and catapult your brand awareness. Now, If you want to have first access at our early bird pricing plus access to bonuses, sign up on our waitlist at scoutsagency.com slash waitlist. There will be limited spots available, so if you've been ready to go from the plateaued business owner to the visible visionary, you're going to want first access. Again, that's scoutsagency.com slash waitlist. S-C-O-U-T-S-A-G-E-N-C-Y dot com slash waitlist to sign up for first access. I'm bursting at the seams and I know I have to keep this a secret for just a couple weeks longer, so cannot wait. Okay, let's get into the episode. Scout Sobel, founder and CEO of Scouts Agency, a female-focused PR agency that specializes in the medium of podcasting. I also live with bipolar disorder. From being a college dropout to a business owner, I have garnered up the healing tools from living with a mental illness to build my entrepreneurial life. Welcome to my podcast, where I ramble about mental health tips, entrepreneurial strategies, and mindset shifts so that you can live your life of purpose. I am the emotional entrepreneur. And thank you for being here. Let's get into the episode, shall we? Hello, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whenever you are listening to this podcast. I hope that it finds you at the exact right divine timing and that it speaks to exactly what you need to hear today. Although everything's in divine timing, even if we, you know, don't necessarily feel it or not. So today I'm going to be talking about a topic that really keeps people away from entrepreneurship. If entrepreneurship is their sole calling, they are afraid of that first step because they are afraid of the uncertainty that entrepreneurship brings. And there's a whole conversation to be had about risk. I um, take risks constantly. I'm not a risk-averse person. My sister always says that I jump and I pray a parachute appears or I make one in the sky while I'm falling. And I believe that that leap that you take into risk and that decision you make to not be a risk-averse person is your ability to handle or the success of taking that risk is your ability to handle the uncertainty. A lot of the times people do not follow their dreams because of uncertainty when the real situation at hand is that certainty is a facade. So when you have a job, you think there is a certain level of certainty because you receive a paycheck every, you know, two weeks, it's the same amount and you can plan and it gives you that level of comfort. However, that's not necessarily a guarantee at all times. The world shifts, people get laid off, etc. This is not to have you become afraid of the future stability of your job. It's just to point out that in life there are no guarantees. So the level of uncertainty you're willing to hold on to will be directly proportionate to the outcome of your life. 
that's not to say that if you take on more uncertainty, the outcome of your life will be more net positive. It could be highly more net negative, but it is going to shape the way you look at things. So a lot of the times people want to be entrepreneurs because they want to be their own boss. They want to create their own thing. They want to have their schedule be in their power. They want to essentially build the life of their dreams. And all of that is the reason I am an entrepreneur. It is the thing that fuels me and gets me up every morning. But the price of admission for that is that every day you have to live with the uncertainty that life and your business can change at any moment. And as I said earlier, that principle goes for everyone alive today on this planet But as an entrepreneur, the ebbs and flows of your financial income isn't guaranteed every month. It fluctuates. It changes. I gave myself a raise last year and then I had to reduce my income salary the last two months because our roster was a little bit low and I wanted to keep more money in the business, in the bank account. So people, I think, don't take that first step because the mapped out journey is uncertain and there is no guarantees. And if you are an entrepreneur and you're in the thick of it and you're thinking to yourself, fuck, these waves are hard. Fuck, this uncertainty is difficult. I feel unstable. I feel anxious. I don't feel rooted. I'm here. I got you. It is the hardest thing to come to terms with and it is the hardest thing to feel at home with. It is the biggest paradox to feel at home in uncertainty. But if we can master that, not even as entrepreneurs, but just as living alive human beings, suddenly we become more adaptable. We're allowed to flow. Pivoting is just a natural part of life. We become malleable. We are not stuck in a certain way and we are not trying to control. We are surrendering the fact that life unfolds the way life will unfold and what we have control over is how we respond to the unfolding. So let's talk about how to feel unsafe in the uncertainty of entrepreneurship. And you can switch out the word entrepreneurship for living your dreams, whatever feels true to you, because these are practices that I believe will benefit any human regardless of what career trajectory they are in. So let's start with Grounding yourself and implementing anchoring rituals into your daily life. When the world outside you is uncontrollable, which it always is, but when you are waiting to hear from a client if they're going to sign with you, which will directly impact the revenue success of your business and if you can take it to the next level or pay yourself more or whatever or if you are waiting to see if the business model will even work there are so many things that you put out there and you don't know if it's going to be successful until you receive that external validation of the sale so in order to sit in the energy which is so exciting to see if something's going to work and resonate and move people and grow you have to be grounding yourself constantly with anchoring rituals. I have always had a problem with grounding. It is kind of my number one personal development um, priority, I would say, is to ground myself. I think that a lot of the times when we experience anxiety, it is because our root chakra, our foundation feels unstable. So 
implementing five to 10 minutes a day where you are just focused on grounding yourself. There's a few things I personally love to do to ground myself. One is to take my shoes off and walk barefoot outside on a patch of earth, whether that's the sand, grass, mud, dirt, rocks, whatever it is, connect your physical body, skin to earth contact and walk around. It goes without saying with no phone, (laughs) walk around and just breathe, look at the sun, look at the trees, look around nature and connect yourself, ground your feet into Mother Earth. There are also a lot of grounding meditations that you can find on Insight Timer. Type in grounding meditation and you will go through uh, a lot of grounding a lot of grounding meditations will have you visualize essentially roots going from your root chakra and going deeper and deeper and deeper into earth. It is a really good way to anchor yourself. Other ways to anchor yourself is I have the blended uh, blend from doTERRA and it is meant for grounding. So I'll put it on my ankles and the bottom of my feet feet as well as on my wrists and take a few deep breaths and just spend some Spend a few moments breathing into my body, putting my hand on my heart and feeling myself. Other ways to ground yourself is to take a nourishing bath, make a hot cup of tea, eat dinner or lunch outside with no phone. Really the best way to ground is to remove yourself from external stimuli. So turn the TV off, turn the phone off, turn the computer off, physically go outside is the best and just get into your body. Grounding can be putting on a song and dancing into an intuitive flow, not caring what people, not caring of what you look like. It can be doing a yoga meditation, but grounding is really getting yourself into your body and putting yourself here in earth and connecting the roots to your existence, your physical existence. Grounding is my favorite thing to do because I often feel quite unstable and sometimes the root chakra is really made up of the survival emotions. So if you feel as if your financial future is being threatened or your financial present situation is being threatened, your survival center is going to go off because it's going to say danger, we are not safe because finances equal safety in today's society. So if you can come home to yourself and show yourself that you are grounded, safe, and stabilized through daily rituals, it's going to help so much, and it's also going to connect you to you, so that when you go through uncertainty, you have this deep, deep connection to your physical body and your physical presence that is here on earth. The second way to feel safe in the uncertainty of entrepreneurship is to understand your finances. This is a tricky one. There are a lot of emotionally charged belief systems around finances. You know, if you have too much, you're greedy. Or if you have a lot, you must have been born into it. Or money is hard to make. Or I can't manage my money. Or whenever I get money, it leaves me. There are such intense ingrained narratives that we tell ourselves about our finances. And the most important thing, which is a which really is a topic for another episode, which is um, financial mindset. But to feel safe in the uncertainty of entrepreneurship, you have to know where you financially stand so that you don't spend money that you don't have. So getting really clear on what are your 
monthly expenses in your personal life. What are the bare minimum bills that you must pay? Budget in their food, etc., groceries. Now you know what you need every single month to live um, on a bare kind of necessary kind of standpoint. Then, of course, how much, then you'll know how much you can add for things like shopping and entertainment, kind of the nice to have things that paint our life. Also, understanding your finances when it comes to your business. How much income came in this month? What is guaranteed next month? If you are in the client business, I have my clients signing three to six month contracts so I can predict income three months out. So, understanding. And, and if that's not the case, if you're a product-based business, get six months of being in business and see incrementally the changes month to month. Is it at a steady increase by 2%? Is it at a steady increase by 5%, 10%, 20%? Does it go down in the summer months and up in the fall? If you can understand the patterns and just the cold hard facts of what that number of money you have is in the bank, you can plan accordingly. And I know it's scary. I remember when my agency at the end of 2019 was not doing well and I was dipping into my savings significantly. I was in complete denial that my revenue was so low that I did not meet with my husband, look at my finances and say, okay, we need to now cut back for the next few months. Instead, I overspent because I was so anxious about it. And so in that financial avoidance, in that denial, in that anxiety, more harm came. So if you can, from the very beginning, you don't have to be an accountant, a CPA, a financial advisor, even understand all of the depreciation terms, you just have to know what's coming in and what needs to go out. So you can make educated, conscious, rational, beautiful decisions that you feel good with that won't impact the health of your business. And we can go into later when you start making bigger financial risks, always knowing they're a little bit calculated. But for now, to feel safe in the uncertainty of your business is to understand where you are financially at all times. If you understand where you are financially, then the decisions you make on the day-to-day basis are going to support that bottom line. Maybe this month isn't the month that you buy the $7 chaga latte from Alfred T- Coffee. Maybe this is the month where this is not the month where you buy that new couch. Maybe that's in 4 months. But if you understand the number, you know where you can live and you will feel more confident with what is in control and what is not what is in your control and what is not in your control the last thing i do to feel safe in the uncertainty of entrepreneurship is to dream big with no attachment to the outcome we i have big plans big dreams big goals and yes i think about the outcome you know getting to this level in my career, getting written up in this publication, having X amount of followers on Instagram, this many downloads on the podcast, whatever the fuck it is, I have those big dreams. And I dream of that outcome. I feel it in my body. But I have zero attachment to that actually coming true. When I dream big, I put the dream out into the world, into the universe, and I say, please bring me this or something better or something in my higher good. So when you dream big and you attach to the outcome, you then control the process. And if that does not come true the exact way you thought it would, 
you are living in a high state of uncertainty or uncertainty will definitely come and visit and you will be knocked off. Your expectations will be lowered. You will be disappointed and you will have essentially lived within the facade that these things were in your control anyways. The only thing in our control is the dream that we dream and the steps we take to bring that dream into reality. What does come into reality will always be in your highest good. And if it doesn't look like what you dreamed about six months ago and you were attached to that outcome, you will be in a state of anxious uncertainty. So I dream and then I allow the uncertainty to come I allow whatever happens to happen knowing that what is in control is the way I show up every single day, the way I execute, what I decide to execute on. Am I putting more emphasis on my podcast this month? Am I putting more emphasis on my clients this month? What I focus on grows, yet you can't always determine if the flower is going to be pink or white. So dream big, but let go of the attachment that the outcome has to look a certain way. In that unattachment or detachment, you will allow life to unfold whichever way it's supposed to, and you will love it and dance with it because you are not hyper-focused and laser-focused on controlling this one type of outcome. Because when that one type of outcome doesn't happen, which I can guarantee at one point, one of your dreams will not play out the exact outlined way you, you wanted it to, you won't necessarily have to visit uncertainty and you won't live within that uncertain space of disappointment and letdown and expectations not being met. You will approach that new outcome with gratitude that something happened to you, for you, with you alongside you. So that is one of the most important ways for you to feel safe in uncertainty because in a way you expect it. In a way you don't know what your outcome is going to be. You have a vision for what you would like it to look like, but you know that what does come your way is exactly what is supposed to. So let's do a little quick recap on how to feel safe in the uncertainty of entrepreneurship. Implement grounding and anchoring rituals every single day, even if it's just five to 10 minutes. Understand your finances so that you know the parameters of which you can play in and you can support yourself the best way you can while creating a safety net and while understanding the exact reality, the real situation of where you're at and dreaming big with no attachment to the outcome so that you can expect uncertainty and be grateful for the outcomes that you do receive. I hope this was helpful. And I would love to hear your relationship to uncertainty. It is the thing that as humans, we will have to redefine and define for the rest of our lives. And it is also the reason that people don't jump head into entrepreneurship, even though they have a soul calling to create something for themselves. So if this resonated with you, please DM me at Scott Sobel. I want to hear from you. And of course, rate and review the podcast. I hope you have a wonderful day of executing your dreams into reality, whatever that reality chooses to look like, and I will catch you next time.